Hi, Charles. Uh, my name is Emmett Weatherly. I stayed at the manor just a few weeks ago. I haven't put up a review yet, which is probably why I haven't gotten an email from you, but I found your podcast the other day, and I thought you'd be interested in hearing about my time at the manor. I'd prefer to talk to you in person, either at my place or at yours like your past guests, but I don't live nearby. <laughs> Unfortunately, Omaha is a bit of a drive from Brooklyn, so I thought I'd just send over a voice note your way. Please let me know if I should re-record this or if you have any questions about anything. I'm new to this whole podcast thing. How to begin? Oh. So. I was in New York for a family reunion. A day into the family vacation. And God. I had reached my limit. Uh, beer here, a misplaced word there from my family had me ready to run for the hills. I decided I needed to stay somewhere else for the rest of my time in the area for my own sanity. I took out my phone and downloaded the Airbnb app. I looked for anything and anyone that would take someone last minute. I sent requests to a couple of different listings out of sheer necessity. The innkeeper obviously among them. When I got to her page and found that awesome brownstone that we know as the manor, I was suddenly compelled to send over a full-fledged essay. The wall of text detailed how I desperately needed space for my own family and how I was sorry for the last-minute nature of my request. I think she related to me needing space because she read the novel I left her in less than an hour and got back to me before any other listing had. To say I was grateful would be an understatement. I immediately told my family I had a friend contact me, begging me to stay with them while I was in town. I packed my luggage and was out of the house before they could ask any questions. I made sure to stop and get flowers on the way as a thank you gesture to the lady of the house. From the old-fashioned way she sounded over messages, I expected a much older woman to greet me. Instead, I saw the vibrant face of a woman who could be no older than 30. Behind her, a girl around six years old clung to her hip. The woman had a smile on her face that grew wider when she saw the flowers in my hand. What a gentleman, she said and winked at me. She tucked in her daughter and then returned with a bottle of wine like a true hero. She asked me what about my family had made me wanting to run away. I explained how rowdy my clan could get when all together, and how I just wanted some breathing room to bathe and sleep without constant conversation. She laughed at that. I remember asking her about her family to be polite and continue conversation. She told me that her mom and her were best friends from the first word she spoke until her mom passed six years ago. She said that relationship was the strongest in her life until she met her late husband, who, unfortunately, passed before getting to meet their daughter Penelope. I remember feeling sad that such a young woman experienced so much loss in her life. I poured us more wine. She told me after her husband and mother died that she couldn't handle everyday life anymore. She was so nervous to have any more heartache that she kept inside, too scared to keep outside. 
She joked that she was a crazy cat lady, but without a cat. She explained that her family had always had the means for her to live comfortably without needing to work, so she decided to commit herself to raising Penelope. She started tending to Airbnb guests whenever she felt lonely in the house. Since she didn't need money, she offered her home for free to guests that had experienced similar loss and needed a break. The guests gave her a distraction from her own loss, and it helped socialize young Penny, in spite of having an agoraphobic mother. It sounds rude to talk about someone who was so kind to me, but I got the feeling she was lying. The way she talked about her mom, who was supposedly her best friend, lacked detail. I asked what her favorite memory with her mom was, and she paused for a while, and I don't think it was because of grief. When I asked her about her husband, she also kept quiet for details. Maybe I was insensitive for asking in the first place. She is someone who is so affected by all this loss to never leave her own house. Still, I don't buy it. She asked me about my past, and I opened up easily. I admit I did so to try to pry her story out by offering mine. I told her how I was in a long relationship with a woman who caused me to lose my family. I chose my relationship over my family, and then was a double loser when that same woman left me a few years later. Felt like a fool. I lost everything due to my own stupid decisions. I eventually opened up to my family, who let me back in, but never let me hear the end of it. I'm now happily married, but my family still makes fun of me. She asked me how I moved on, and how I got past my ex and the hurt she caused me. It seemed to really bother her that I could move on. I'm not sure why. The weirdest thing, though. Later that night, as I was walking up the stairs to my guest room, when I heard Penny laughing in her bedroom. I walked in, expecting to tell the kid to go to sleep before Mother caught her out of bed, but there was no one in the room. I looked around and turned on the light, but I saw no one, and I still heard laughter. As I was looking in the bedroom, I heard the innkeeper making her way up the stairs. The laughter got louder as the footsteps got closer. As the innkeeper stuck her head in the bedroom door, the child appeared in the closet, smiling and laughing at her mother. The innkeeper walked in, picked up her child, and placed her in bed. She smiled and said something like, Now don't let me catch you out of bed again. I was a few steps behind the innkeeper as we both left the kid's bedroom. I looked at the bed as I shut the door and saw the child vanish as I pulled the door to a close. I figured the wine had done me in, so I didn't think much of what happened, but after what Addie said, I think it made sense to tell you. Oh, and one last thing, Charles. The innkeeper's last name is Ainsley. I saw a bunch of books and toys that said Penelope Ainsley all over the kids' room. I think that is their last name. Hope it helps. Let me know if you have any questions.